Welcome to the Cantina Mix Podcast, episode 160. This is Albert Kampai, and Joel is along with me. What's going on, Joel? Tula Chiquis, this is, uh, I believe, the first, the first Cantina, Cantina Pop de Madrugada coming in the AM. Yeah, so I guess we're going to go over some uh, Liga Mix Week 13 review of the exciting action. Well, only four weeks left <clears throat> for the season to end and Liguilla to begin. And um, as always, it's it's um, a lot of spots are still up for grabs, Cheekies. Yeah, it's always close. Uh, I think uh, eighth place is quite congested with uh, three people in three yeah, people well, tied. Yeah, six. I mean, Tigres in seventh, Querétaro in eighth, and Morelia ninth. They're all tied with 19 points. And uh, Pachuca, Chivas, and León. And Tijuana all trailed at 16. Yeah. So that, yeah, that makes for some pretty interesting, interesting close of the season where you, you know, it's going to be some big games. Yeah, so exciting, exciting part of the season, I guess. The beginning to see what's going on and then the end to see all the, uh, all the slots line up. Yes, and then we, we start getting a pretty good idea of which teams are, are are gonna challenge or which ones are favorite. And every now and then you have a team that hits a hot streak and you know sneaks into the Gia and, and runs away with the trophy. Um uh, and that's usually one of the bottom teams of the ones that we mentioned, uh you know, from like ninth to thirteenth. Yeah, I've got, I've got one team that I don't know if it's, it seems like a hot streak to me. I don't know if it exactly is, but uh, I got one team I'm, I'm looking at that's, that I'm really high on right now. And depending on how they finish, I think it could be a, a title contender, a real title contender. Oh, who would that be? Who would that be, Cheekies? It'll, it'll, make, it'll, make, uh, it'll make Ronnie pretty happy, but I think America. America. Well, they are the new league leaders, Chiquis. They finally overtook yeah. Cruz Azul for the And Linus, Linus has been playing good. He has been playing good. And, that you know, that's going to make the their match. It's coming up. The, the Clásico Capitalino yeah. between Cruz Azul and America because Cruz Azul was the leader, and now they're trailing by one point. So America is first with 27 points. And um, Cruz Azul has 26. Uh, they're pretty even because um, they're, they're pretty even in, in the points. Except America has has scored more goals. So goals four, they've scored 27 to 20 of Cruz Azul. But allowed, they have allowed more goals. 14 to 11 of Cruz Azul. So um, there you go, man. They've won the same amount of games. Uh, except America has lost one more. They lost three. 
to uh, to Cruz Azul to no wait empate. My bad. Cruz Azul has lost one one more game than than America, which which I, I just want to make this point real quick. They lost this past week to Querétaro, and yeah. uh, the one thing we didn't really hear was La Cruz Azul, yo. Yeah, it was the eighty. It was yeah. the eighty-eighth minute. It was towards yeah. the end. They scored the. They scored the, the last two goals. But it, it wasn't. It didn't ring. Those Cruz Azul Leo bells didn't ring as loud as you know as they normally do when when everyone just laughs. And it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to say it when they're they're pretty much they pretty much have a spot in the playoff secure, and they're one of the favorites. Not only not only for uh, Liguilla, but also Copa MX because they want. You know, as Pelaya said, they won the doblete. Yeah, that'll be huge. Yeah. And Santos, man, they're in third. 25 points, only two away. So, you know, these these three seem the more likely to um, to fight for the, for the, to be at the top. Uh, and then trailing... Trailing them is Pumas in fourth, 23 points. Monterrey also 23 points. And then Toluca at 22. Toluca. Yeah, Toluca just, uh, wait, they, they just lost. So they, yeah, they went down, didn't they? Yeah. They, well, they, um, shoot. They faced Monterrey. At, at um, you know. Yeah, they lost. They lost two one. So Monterrey went up. They're looking it was, down. It, it was one of our highlight matches, um, from last week. Last last week's preview. So Monterrey Toluca because obviously um, Monterrey invested. They invested pretty heavily, uh, to to be contenders again, and then Toluca are our runner up from last season. So. They still have, those are two pretty good squads. So 2-1, not too bad, not too shabby, I'll say. I think the Diablos are, you know, they're still pretty good. And uh, we also had Pumas Chiquis. They yeah. had a, they had quite the entertaining. It's, it's, it was, um, it's, 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 being held as what probably the um, the best match of the week, six goals at Seu. I wish Yon uh, was here to, you know, wax poetic. Uh, you know, the, by this time last season, I think you know he was pretty gloomy, but I think now there's there's plenty to be. I, I want to be a negative Nancy on this though. You're gonna you're gonna bring out the salt rifle. I want to bring some salt on this. Oh, okay. so, but it goes both ways, though. It goes with it goes with uh, it goes to both teams, both cats, Pumas and Tigres. I think uh, giving up, and especially the types of goals that some of these were. Uh, there were some nice ones. There's a good header from one of the from uh, the guy who actually got a hat trick for Pumas, Gonzalez. Hmm. Um, but, uh, a lot of the goals were, were robotes and were like caught in the middle and, uh, oh, man. The, 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 def- the defense. So the defense for both of these teams, I think is suspect 
on giving up all these gold, especially Tigres, uh, who's uh, got the firepower, but it seems like their defense is giving up more goals than they should. Hence, well, they're tying, they're tying they, Pumas. They've given up 15 goals this season. Uh, so that's... Yeah, so it's not that's, too bad. No, not not. You know, America has given up 14, Cruz Azul 11, Santos 14, Pumas Monterrey 16, Toluca 18. So they're they're pretty, um, you know, pretty average. Uh, you know, regular I would say. Same with goals scored, they have 21 goals scored. Uh, you know, sec- highest is America again with 27, and then Pumas, man. Pumas is in second. I did not see that one coming, Chiquis. Especially without. Well, that's how they're up there, though. That's having. That's, yeah. See, I think that's the yeah the reason why they're up there, and Tigres isn't up there as, as enough, even though they have like look compare Tigres' firepower to Pumas, and they're yeah. twenty one to twenty five. So um, that's why Pumas is up there. But you look at teams like Cruz Azul and Santos, fourteen and eleven goals conceded. Mm-hmm. Pumas gave up that one guy, right? They went to Portugal. I forget his name. The Argentine. Nico, Nico Castillo. There you go. Who's not even playing? Um, so yeah, and they gave up on ranking. So. <laughs> yeah. Whoever came in, they're doing a good job. Um, so yeah, second place. And then you have, um, Santos, you know, with, uh, Furch, who's, you know, could probably. Yeah, he got a good goal. Could probably be wearing La Verde pretty soon. Um, and Toluca at 22. Those are the top, you know, the team scoring the most goals. They're in the, the 20s club. Just just right below trailing them is uh, Monterrey with 19. Because they're way... And, and I'm going to say this. Other way at ninth is uh, Morelia, 18 goals. Yeah, and Morelia, well, first of all, Santos tied Pachuca, which, uh, which uh, yeah, I mean, Fush scored a, a nice header. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think that was a, well, Pachuca's still good. That, that might have been an opportunity for Santos to win, but, uh, surprisingly, uh, well, not surprisingly, Morelia beat Puebla 2-0. And they took advantage of the, uh, the Puebla side. Unlike others. <laughs> oh, whoa, so, whoa. I, see where this is, I see where this is headed, Chiquis. Yes. And the other side of Puebla was, uh, was my goats. Who, uh, they were facing some ex Chivas. In defense was Massa and in, and, um, Toño Rodriguez was the goalkeeper. And Toño Rodriguez was, he was a starter up until Matias Almeidas came and then, uh, Mati handed over the reins to Cota. So Cota was in the team. He was unknown. But uh, Chepo would use him for the cup games. And and he had he had Tonio. Uh, so it, it's good to see that he's playing well. I, I think if he continues, he might, you know, he he'll, he could end up in a, in a one of the bigger teams. He's he's a pretty talented kid. Which which guy again? He's the goalkeeper for Lobos Buap, Toño Rodriguez. Oh, okay. 
and he was at Chivas for a while, and he was one of the younger players. And and uh, right when the team wasn't doing too good, he was like the standout. And then and then Chepo came, and he had him as a starter, and they had Cota as, as like backup. But then Matias switched it up, and kind of erased Tonyo. Well, I heard there was some like. Like when he lost the spot, that that he didn't react well, you know. I guess because he felt that it was his, and especially with Cota being unknown, uh, whatever the case was, whatever the case, you know, he's he's yeah. he seems to be getting a second chance, and uh, hopefully, hopefully he'll end up, you know, he's he's still young, you know. So that's that's something positive. Yeah, so that was a that was a tie for uh, for Chivas, which uh, I believe they yeah. had they had, a, they had a lot of opportunities to score. They they were attacking and just the, the goals wouldn't go in. Yeah, and and Pulido, man, that's the one guy I was hoping that he might have, you know, come through, but he just he's just not there, man. He's still not there. He had like a little a little surge. Right around the time he got called up to the Selección the first time, he scored like two, three goals, and then he he seems like, you know, desapareció otra vez. But, but the thing about this for my Chilla hermanos is this tie could have pretty much sentenced their Chivas hopes for Liguilla. Uh, if you combine it with the defeat at home to Pumas, that, that just made it, you know, that just complicated Chivas. Even though they're only three points, that's still hoping that those teams in front of them, which is Tigres, Querétaro, and Morelia, that they end up crashing uh, or losing. Like I, I just can't see Tigres losing two in a row. You know, who knows with Querétaro and, and then Morelia has been pretty, pretty consistent. And I wait, I do think. If I'm not mistaken, Chivas plays Morelia next. Yes, they do. Um, yes, they do. And at home. So, at home. that's a six, it's just a, a, the proverbial six point game. Ahí es donde, you know, they're going to really have to go boss to the wall, man. But even if they win it, uh, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm have to borrow your assault rifle there, Chinkies. Yeah. An extra cartucho. <laughs> Even if they do win, it might be too late by this point. It might just be too late to mount that comeback, you know. Cause, cause even at 19, they're just tying those teams, you know, like they will be tying Morelia. Uh, so they're not really pulling ahead and, and it's, and, uh, they're facing Tigres, man. Their last match day is at home against Tigres. So yeah, um, Cardoso had said a while back, we have five finals and that's exactly what it is for Chivas. Every game is pretty much a final for them. Uh, as a Chi hermano, I'll be happy if they just go, if they go down fighting, uh, I'll be happy with that. Um, you know, it's been pretty obvious for a while that the team needs a, a, a delantero, you know, a delantero nato, man, a, a true striker, someone that could just bang him in. We haven't had one since. Since um, Tomar Bravo, man. 
<laughs> He's the all-time leading goal scorer, Omar Bravo, man. Uh, he's, he, you know, very underrated. Uh, people didn't like him. I get it, but for the club, he was killer, man. Uh, yeah, and, and people, but people probably praise Pulido a lot more than they do him right now, even though he's. I mean, he, he during this game, he did hit the post like a few times. I know once for sure, but uh, there were opportunities where he nearly missed or hit the post. So I think Chivas is doing like what you're saying. They're, they are giving their best effort. They just couldn't put it in. Um, so I think it is a very good possibility. They play Morelia next. Um, they could do well there, but then they, pueb- they play Puebla after that. And I think they're going to get the win there because they, they need they need a win. Um, but after that, they have Leon and Tigres, like you mentioned. So those two last games are going to be a little bit tough. The uh, the Leon and Tigres game. Uh, yeah. Those those will be yeah, all tough games. Um, so we got a we got a Chiquis, not. We've kind of gone, we've done pretty good going through the tabla, man. Um, hold on. Although one I'm final game, my... We We got to talk one final, uh, well, I don't know if it's a final game, but one important matchup. The important matchup, the bum fights, Chiquis? <laughs> the bum fights. <laughs> we were talking about Veracruz Atlas, and, and we compared it to, to watching bum fights. And, 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 uh, <laughs> We probably have to apologize if you skipped out on that game because of us, because it turned out to be one of the most entertaining games. It was seven goals score. Uh, I lost one, four to three. But, you know, <laughs> even, even with that win, I lost still in last place. And <laughs> Veracruz is 17th, I lost is 18th. So these guys were basically fighting for the scraps at the bottom of the barrel, man. They were like alley cats fighting for a, some piece of a chicken nugget over there, man. <laughs> this was, yeah, man. If if you're a fan of those, man, we apologize, but these teams are pretty awful. Um, so Veracruz has nine points, uh, and then Atlas has eight, and then um, Veracruz has minus seventeen. They've they've allowed goals, seventeen goals. And, and Atlas has allowed 14. Now for goals scored, Atlas has eight. I mean, think about that. They just scored half. In this one game, they scored half of their goal total. <laughs> so in one game, they scored what they could score in 12 games. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, Veracruz has 12. Uh, and, and it's, it's, man, this, if anything, this just highlights how bad Atlas is because, um, Chaflas has backing from TV Azteca, right? Big conglomerate, media conglomerate in Mexico, you know, very influential with the national team. And they just can't get that team to work. It's like that team is truly cursed, man. I don't know what they did, who they pissed off, man. They, they need to, they need to right some wrongs there. Um, and Veracruz, Veracruz has always been 
you know, like a bottom feeder team. They've always, you know, those sharks swam between Segunda and Primera. This is a team that's gone down so many times. Like, people don't, you know, they don't really expect much from them. And then you have all the all the political problems with the owner and the governor and all that stuff. So that that's just a mess. It's always been a mess. Um, so, yeah, man, that's <laughs> poor Atlas. That, well, they, yeah. Safe to say those teams are out, man. But um, oh, yeah. not too sure of the relegation thing. They're bringing it back. But Atlas is, is once again going to be stuck in a relegation fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing I've noticed on these, uh, and just to sort of go back to my salt rifle, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my salt rifle on these uh, on the uh, Mexican American topic. Yeah, the uh, um, Omar Gonzalez. Well, he's he's a U.S. national team player, or was plays for Atlas, and Michael Orozco plays for Lobos WAP. All these guys seem to be going down to the uh, to the lower teams. <laughs> to the lower teams. <laughs> oh God dang! Yeah, but that's a beside the point, I guess. Well, you know, talking about interesting. <laughs> they haven't. Well, there's there's some new talent coming in, so I, I'm keeping I'm keeping my hopes. Um, but you know, looking at the because because Liga MX they use. Uh, Tabla de porcentajes, like a coefficient type of thing for for relegation. And um, looking at the table, it's going to be surprising. And uh, here, man, if you're a Chiyarmano, you might want to hug something. He's, <laughs> hold on to, yeah. Um, so Veracruz, Veracruz is dead last. Uh, and... Yeah, they're 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 right down there with Lobos Buap, who's having a pretty better you know their, their season is way better than than you know if they maintain they'll be safe and right above Lobos is is their cousin club Puebla, followed by Querétaro, and then Atlas fourteenth, and then thirteenth is Chivas, which is okay. oh man. You, you're just, you know, you're, you're, and yeah, and it's understandable because they went two seasons without Ligilla, and this is going to be their third. And don't forget, two of those seasons was with Mati at the helm. No excuses there, man. Yeah. And Chiquis, Chiquis, man, there's love for everyone. Just above Chivas is Pumas. <laughs> yeah, Pumas. <laughs> that's, that's no surprise. But but you know what? If Pumas has this good season, they go to Liguilla. Um, I think they they'll maintain, you know, they'll maintain above that. They'll have a good cushion, you know, and yeah. and we'll be looking maybe like in a year, we'll be seeing, we'll be seeing most likely like Chaflas and Puebla again with Chivas right there. If they if they have another bad season. <laughs> Then yeah, they're pretty much gonna be right back where they started when uh, Theo Higuera came in. Yeah, Pumas is definitely overachieving. Um, 
but it's it's like they expect to it's it's an expectation for them to to do well with what they have they they're not a team that can bring in uh big name players and spend a lot of money so they have what they have and then they go out there and try their best so I think Nico Castillo said if he were to come back to Liga MX, he'd uh, he'd he'd definitely have to say Pumas. Have to he'll come back. Well, that's that's where he had success. Yeah. I believe. Uh, also, there was some talk of. Uh, uh, I think I saw Pulido was mentioning that he would he would definitely consider going back to Tigres. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to go where the from. money's at. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, because Chivas doesn't have money to pay, and he was giving this contract that no one's gonna match it. Um, and it's interesting you bring up contracts because just recently I was hearing about La Trophies, you know, the Mexican yeah. Messi, how his contract will be expiring soon or it's up for renewal, and what I'm hearing is that. He wants, he wants two year, a two year contract with like a salary boost. And I think Chivas is offering him a three year deal, but with a performance based salary. Oh. Yeah. So depending how many games he paid this season, like if you play X amount of games, then you get this much more money. Um, if you, if you make so many assists and score so many goals, pretty much. So, who knows? Who knows what would happen? I called it a while back. I said I wouldn't be surprised if Chivas gets rid of him. If they sell him, they probably will. I wouldn't miss him. Um, nothing against the kid, but he just never seemed to have, you know, met expectations. Yeah, yeah. He, I guess he's worried a little, like meeting expectations. If he has to, if that's uh, based on his salary, <laughs> that, that that increases the pressure. If you if you get if you have to score to get paid, if you have to perform to get paid, then that's not yeah. too desirable. Yeah. Well, that's that's how it should be, you know. That, that's yeah. how it should have been, but I think I think she was one of the trigger happy with the contracts for a while, and then they got stuck with some of these guys who were paying, especially Pulido. Yeah, he's. I think I think Chofis is relying on certain moments of brilliance to increase his stock, and if they don't continuously happen, if he doesn't continuously score golazos. Or if it's been a, a couple of games since he's last scored, or since he's last done something really awesome, then it's like, oh, maybe he's not really as good, or maybe it, or maybe he really doesn't deserve to get on the national team, uh, or maybe they're justified yeah. in not calling him up. And so, yeah, well, he wasn't even part of the part of this group of jóvenes in these past four games. Yeah, and there's you like know? a little, there's a little slight outrage for that. There's there's a lot of complaining, especially with when it when they chose all the youngsters. It's like, where's, where's trophies in this? Well, I, don't, and, uh, I don't see why he hasn't done anything, you know? Yeah. Well, some people might disagree. 
<laughs> just you Don't know, we... just like what I was saying, based on his previous like moments of brilliance, they would yeah. say that deserves that 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 that, des- that yeah. he deserves some. Well, you know, to me, Chofis is, is the new Pinarellano. He's a guy that had a, you know, I don't know if you remember La Pinarellano, yep. who was hilariously also compared to Messi, but this kid had had a few games where he just looks, you know, he looks spectacular, and then unfortunately he has suffered a few injuries, and and the fans just held on to hope that he would recover, and he never really, you know. He was never able to to get back to that, and he just eventually he just flamed out. Se apagó. I think to recall him being a little bit more impressive, though, and a longer streak of goals. He was. He was. Uh... No, he was, and not only that, he for a for a good while he had the spotlight over Chicharo. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were at the same time, and everyone was seeing um, Pina as the next best thing, but it ended up Chicharito all of a sudden blew up. Jetpacked it out of there, man. Yeah. Yeah, so. He disappeared. His videos of uh, Arellano versus Messi disappeared off of YouTube. I know I had some saved for for the lulls. For the lulls. And then when I tried to find them, they were gone. <laughs> there was some uh, ridiculing being done also on those. So what else did we not cover? That's pretty much it, Chiquis. I mean, yeah. maybe if you're a fan of like, <clears throat> we probably left out. <coughs> oh, man. Swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we left out Leon. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah, Leon and Necaxa. Yes, Necaxa sacked their coach. Which was Leano, young Mexican oh, yeah. coach, and pretty talented guy. So it it's pretty unfortunate, you know, that he can at the minimum get at least one half a season, you know, with the team. Yeah, if you're Mexican, I think I've said it before. You have to live up to. Live up to expectations more so than a foreigner. The yeah. rope. You get yeah, the rope, you get the... <clears throat> yeah, so, so yeah, Necaxa, which... They're in 15th place, and, and that's kind of, you know, unfortunate for them. And then you have Leon, who's... They moved up to 16th. They're right up there with Chivas and Pachuca. We're going to challenge for... Um, an eighth place finish, maybe even seventh. Yeah, yeah. Leon's been off and on. Sometimes they'll do well. Sometimes they they don't. So 
it could vary. I, I want to say, like, if we're doing, if we were to predict stuff, I think I like Pachuca's Pachuca's chances to get it to get up there. Um, although Querétaro has been playing well as the upset type of person, type of play well, uh, team. Well, well, let's look at Pachuca, Chiquis. Let, let's let's do a quick. So Pachuca's next match, you know, is um is away at Veracruz, which is one of the worst teams. They got Veracruz in the season. And Necaxa. And Necaxa. Oh, man. <laughs> and then they, and then, and then they close, they close the season with another with their little brother. Yeah. Which is Leon, which is part of Grupo Pachuca. Which if Leon isn't even in the fight, I, I, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past them to, you know, have, have the Leon just fold. So that's pretty. That's so, pretty good chances there for. Uh, that that match could be Pachuca. interesting to see just for that alone. Well, their own job to Pachuca. But they let them win, man. Just, you know, you you convinced me, Chiquis. This this is probably the best, the best lineup of matches you could have to close the season. And um. Yeah, they're going to have to win at least three of those four. Yeah, cause, and looking at the other ones, like uh, Querétaro has Toluca, Santos, Veracruz, oh, yeah, which that's, should be an that's easy tough. one. Those, those are going to be tough. Yeah. No, Toluca, Santos are going to be tough games. Uh, you never know with Liga MX, but... Yeah, they're a top team. They're not the favorites. And then Morelia has Tigres... And Cruz Azul has two of their last four games, and then of course Chivas and Tijuana. So that's a tough that's a tough road for Morelia. I think Pachuca has everything set for them to for them for them to bounce into the eighth spot. But you never know, like you said. Uh, actually, Tijuana's down there still in six sixteen points. Yeah, yeah. Should be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to come down to the wire. No, but I, I'm liking Pachuca's chances, though. I'm with you on that. And uh, Tigres is in seventh. And uh, their next match is Lobos Buap. And then Lobos Buap at home, it should be pan comido, you know, for the Tigre. Easy prey. Yeah. Then they visit Morelia, which could be, it's going to be a tough one against the Monarcas. But then, then they then they host Puebla, which, again, it should be another three points for them. And they finish the season against Chivas, which I, I was, you know, my fears, man. If, if you know you're gonna be the goat for some hungry tigers, hungry hungry yeah. tigers, man, it's, it might not be pretty. It might, yeah. it, might, it might not, you know. So uh, I think Tigres should 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 make it. You know, they should be in the big dance. Um, 
just remains to be seen how far up they can make it. Um, Pachuca should climb ahead of Querétaro and Morelia, claim that eighth place. Um, and then can Pumas hold on? And uh, really quick, Pumas games are kind of tough, you know. But uh, I think if they could get at least one win, they they'll probably be straight. But but they're playing Tijuana, Cruz Azul, Toluca, and Santos. Man, they're they're playing all of the top teams now. Uh, yeah, the, the two tough ones are at home, so that's that's a positive. Um, yeah. Especially at the noontime hour. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard. Yeah, man. So that's, the, the Pumas is gonna be, I mean, you know, if you don't have a team to follow, I think, I think keeping track on Pumas, it, it'll be certainly some exciting games. And I'll say the same with Pachuca. For those that don't have clubes or you want to pick the outsiders, those those would be it. And uh, yeah, so but next week, obviously, the highlight is going to be Clásico Capitalino, and, and which will also be the battle of the, you know, the battle for the top. Let's see if Cruz Azul can reclaim it, but. I think more than anything, it's going to be mental for Cruz Azul, not just for the fans, but for the team, because that it's always affected them, you know. Losing to America has always, has always like, it's been like a hurdle for them. So that's that's going to add more, more crema to those tacos, man. So that that's that's for next week, man. The, yeah, I'm, the I'm excited for that one. The one to look, yeah, me too. I've been waiting for it all season. Just and then you have to add the Pelayas factor, and Pelayas, as some of you might not know, he's the next Americanista. He was, he was the general manager or sporting director at America during their most successful stint. Out of, pretty much when he was there, out of the ten league, out of the ten tournaments, they qualified nine times, which is insane. Um, not bad. And pretty much every season they were they were they were fighting for a a tournament, you know. So it's it's that team had not been that consistent since since the eighties, since one of their main son one of their golden eras. Um, but so so this guy was sacked. Uh, you know he he didn't get along with some of the directivos. And uh, Pepe Romano, I'm throw his name out there. <laughs> and yeah, it was Pepe Romano, and and uh, it was over transfers, I think. And uh, Pepe Romano messed up, and and then I think Pepe Romano was trying to play hot potato with Pelaez, man. And and then Pelaez was like, you know what, I'm out. Like uh, I'm leaving at the end of the season. And and John De Luisa was there, and he's like. Well, why, why wait? Just leave now. It's pretty savage. And, uh, <laughs> so he yeah. said he got hired at Cruz Azul and this guy brought in a lot of changes to the team. He cleaned house. He, you know, and, you know, La Machina has been running pretty smooth.
So I think I think having him in the corner, just you know, knowing how what he knows about, because because uh, Pelaez worked. He was he was at America when when um, when um, Piojo was there, and and if you could find interviews uh, where Piojo would talk about how he would discuss the tactics or go over certain changes with Pelias. So I do think Pelias, you know, kind of knows how he works or knows what to expect from him. You know, unless unless Piojo is going to pull out some type of surprise, but I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet Pelias. Pelias knows a couple of the tricks in the Piojo playbook. Yeah, this. I think this is where the mentality comes. If if Cruz Azul really has the has overcome the mentality issue. Yeah, the, that's uh, going to be the, one the of the big tests. Yeah, because even issue. if <laughs> if they lose, because even if they lose, you know, they could still bounce back, and that's that'll say a lot. And if they win, it's it's just going to be huge. It could give them a really big confidence boost. So it's, it's, uh, I'll say it's more win-win for, uh, for Cruz Azul. <laughs> and if America, uh, you know, sh- shouldn't matter too much. You, you've had patrimonio yeah. for so many years. <laughs> I don't think it matters. You know, you, Maybe. they beat them and they beat them for cups. So I don't think losing the regular season game is, It'll be like whatever. Yeah, maybe maybe Ronald will peek out of his cubby hole. Maybe he game. will. He's been hiding. <laughs> chon chon. He's been locked up. Yeah. But he he always likes a good because uh, he always brings up the Miguel Sava deal when he was afraid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he brings up. He likes to make fun of the little guy, yeah. the little Cruz Azul guys. Nah, I'm I'm we'll pretty sure those days are over, chickies. <laughs> yeah, new 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 team, new mentality. Pretty we'll much, see. man. Pretty much. I think that wraps it up, cheekies. All right. Yeah, man. Good discussion. That's a good, good uh, yeah. Good league roundup. Yeah, we will try to make more of these, uh, at least for every week. Do a preview and. Uh, and a review and all that. Yeah, and if some if some news like a bunch of news breaks out with national team or anything Mexican soccer or drama, whatever. Yeah, on the spur, probably... we might we might we might come on during the day again. Very true. Although I'm not expecting anything until until at least the the season ends. Yeah, and maybe some in game during the yes, some in game podcasting. Ah, yes, that. That would be fun. I, I enjoyed those. those in game. Bueno. Hasta la próxima, Thanks for, Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll see you guys on the Twitters and on the uh, Facebooks and Instagrams. <laughs>